Good morning, Minneapolis and other beautiful cities all around the world. My name is Lavia Alva, and I'm an extreme extrovert. So this week has been really busy. I haven't been doing a lot of podcasts um, because of the trials um, um, with the in regards to the murder of George Floyd, um, Dante Wright, all those things are happening in Minneapolis. And I'm also uh, graduating rehab this next week. Which means... Dun, 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 dun! A new series! That means the... This... Um, the This series is coming to an end. And I am going to start a new topic. For the future podcasts. I want to thank everyone that has been listening to Season 5. Um, season 5 has been very interesting. I'm still going to reference my sobriety in the future podcasts. And things that I learn o- along the way. But it's not going to be so sobriety um, heavy. It's going to be more about, you know, fun things in life. Finding the simple things in life. I'm enjoying sobriety. And so, I can't believe that I will be on a season six. Time goes by so fast. And I am so happy that the pandemic, you know, we're still in a pandemic. And, you know, things, I believe things will change permanently permanently because of the pandemic. But, um, and maybe not perhaps be... It's always the same as it was before COVID. But I do see things changing a little bit. And as an extroverted person, as a social person, um, that is really exciting for me. I'm really excited to meet um, new people. Um, As a person that struggles with a substance use disorder, it's very important for me. To find people that I can relate to. I am interested to surround myself with sober people. Not everybody, but, you know, more of these kinds of people so that I can embrace healthy and sober relationships. So that will be a new journey for me. And, you know, it's kind of funny because... Some people really have a specific... It's not funny. (laughs) I don't know why I say that. When I say this is funny, it's only really funny to me because it's either contradictory, an oxymoron, or it just, for some reason in my wicked mind, it's funny. But, um, that I don't really mean it literally. But what I think is peculiar is that, you know... People have a specific relationship with alcohol. And as I'm reaching my um, end at my particular rehab center and reaching my graduation, some of the parts of graduation is to write up a relapse prevention plan. And what is a relapse prevention plan? Well, it basically has all these notes 
on what's your relationship with alcohol. So one of the most, like, the top question, the starting of the relapse prevention plan is what are the top three things that you benefit from being sober? So I know for me, there's many reasons why I personally choose to be sober. But if I were to choose three, it, they would probably because, one, I want to prioritize my mental and physical health. My personal journey with alcohol is a little bit different. Alcohol really helped me in my younger life to thrive. It really helped me to um, get through physical and emotional um, stress <laughs> when I was in a situation that I was experiencing physical abuse. And it also allowed me to cope with a significant amount of loss when I was going through college. So I don't despise alcohol. That's one of the biggest questions I'll get on Twitter is people will be like, hey, you know, um, I just hate alcohol. Like, well, like, do you dis do you just like despise it? Do you think ill of it or anything? Any question in relation to like, you know, blaming this substance for ruining my life? Uh, no, I don't despise it. In fact, I look at it almost like an old friend. You know, it helped me so far along. We always have those friends that are our greatest of friends and really relate to us. I would never call alcohol my friend, but this is a way of understanding it. Um, imagine you grow up with a childhood friend. This friend supports you. This friend is your emotional support. It helps you get through the day. And then there comes a time where your mind is changed. Your environment is changed. When my environment started to change when I was younger, um, to a lot more healthier relationships, a lot more control on my part. When I started to become older and able to have my own things, I had freedoms that I didn't have as a child. And I felt less trapped. And so alcohol was not benefiting me anymore. It became a relationship that almost triggered, like ingesting alcohol itself almost triggered these past emotions and memories for me. But everyone's experience is different. So my number one reason to being sober is so that I can prioritize my mental health and my physical health because I deserve to be clean. Everyone deserves a clean life. Everyone deserves a happy body and happy mind. The second reason I choose to be sober is to be more aware, to be, I guess, woke, um, more present in the everyday life. I naturally, as a person, like to explore. I like to travel. And what a journey it is to wake up every day and have to figure out these particular emotions. 
I'm getting really distracted because there is a cute little woodpecker on the on a tree and he's like doot, 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 doot. I've never seen one up close it's like black white I didn't know they were anyway sorry I got distracted <laughs> oh boy okay all right but you yeah you get what I'm saying there I just want to be more present um and find things because when I was using the preoccupied a lot of my time I forgot about the things that I genuinely like to do. I like to take walks. I like to sing. Am I a good singer? Not the best, but I do like to sing. And I like to dance and enjoy my life that way. Hanging out with friends and remembering happy memories and happy travels. And then the third reason. I wrote down a third reason. But I can't remember it on the top of my head. But I will give you a good reason. <laughs> um, money. Prioritizing the use of my money. Having an addiction is very interesting. Because you will have $10 in your bank account. And you, in your mind, you're like, I know that I have this much money. And you'll go to a liquor store and buy... $30 worth of alcohol on your credit card. This is just how the mind works. I don't know why. Well, I know a little bit why now. After rehab, after study, I learned that your brain becomes attached. And for me, this substance was feeding feelings. And this substance became addictive to me. One of the testers that um, my therapist told me, if you are not sure if you're an alcoholic, here's a test for you. If you think you have problems with alcohol, just do this one test. Buy yourself a bottle. You know, obviously I'm not saying advising everyone to do this. Don't do this like because I'm telling you to do this. I'm just saying that this is like a test that, you know what I mean? It's a test that illustrates whether or not you're an alcoholic. I'm not saying you should do this, but if you were at a party or if you already have alcohol in your house, right? First of all, if you were an alcoholic, your alcohol would be gone by now. But anyway, um, say you have a bottle at your house. Drink, if you drink one glass of wine, and you drink another. While you're on your second glass of wine, if you are able to drink half of that glass and put the other glass away and leave the other glass in the fridge for however long, you can say leave it in the fridge for a few days without touching it. If you can leave the bottle there, in the pantry, untouched. If you can have a wine cellar and have prestigious wines and keep them there for company. If you can hold alcohol in your house for long periods of time without continuously devouring it, drinking it over and over, 
most likely you're probably not too bad of an alcoholic. Because an actual alcoholic will buy a bottle of wine, buy their alcohol of choice, and drink the whole bottle. They will not be able to stop. And if this is you, I honestly advise to think about it. And it's interesting because as someone that has a um, substance use disorder, you know, a lot of people will come to me and be like, well, you know, I have a lot of uh, problems with alcohol for whatever reason. I went out last weekend and drank too much. Okay, that sounds like most people. First of all, I'm not a doctor, so don't come to me for those kind of questions because I'm not educated in that field. But based on, based on my understanding that I've learned from therapists, just one, one or a few, not everybody, not statistics, not, you know, but the ones that have interacted with me, you know, if you can leave alcohol in your fridge for long periods of time without devouring it all at one in one sitting, most likely you have an okay relationship with alcohol. Um, and it's interesting. It is. And I also don't look down on people that have different journeys. Me, I started my journey in 2017. And I'm just finally really embracing my life 100% sober from alcohol. And it took me a long time. It's 2021. You know, it took me years for many reasons. Um, my, I thought I maybe didn't have the ability. I didn't have the desire. Sorry if that's loud. There is some noise in the background. There's many reasons to why you don't quit. And those are your personal reasons. You know, no one should put you down for having reasons to want to continue going. You know, but if you truly are an alcoholic, your life is in danger. <laughs> you know, you endanger your life when you drink um, and can't stop like I do. You know, it's like a chance of death. And even if you may be experiencing hardships in your life, and you maybe feel alone or sad or for anything but happiness, you know, you're. I believe that we're here on this earth for a reason. And I like to believe that if you're still alive, there's something... If anything, that keeps you that way, you know? You have to be alive for somebody, for something. Not, no single person in this world is useless. Even criminals are not useless. You can learn a lot from criminals. You can learn a lot from deviants. Not everybody's bad. But... I do have some things that I want to ask from you guys. 
some advice. So, my Twitter, um, I am via.alva on Twitter, V-I-A dot A-L-V-A, and I kind of want to see what you guys have for suggestions in regards to podcasts. Did you want to hear about um, horror stories? Did you want to hear about, you know, more sobriety-related things? Um, just fun suggestions, you know, and I'm, I'm going to pull them all together, see what, you know, intrigues me, what is in my, within my abilities, and I would love to start off um, season three, no, season three, wow, season six with, you know, a fun topic. I really appreciate everybody that's been listening to this recovery podcast. I I initially didn't have uh I didn't initially didn't have the plan of really going in depth in regards to recovery. It just kind of happened and I'm really glad it kind of went that way. Um I got a lot of support and you know, a lot of love from people and um I just really appreciate it. So yes, go on my Twitter and let me know what topics you would like to see for future seasons. And for the rest of this weekend, I hope that everyone has a safe weekend, a happy weekend. And I'll most likely next week start off season six. So whoop whoop! Hell yeah! I'm excited! And... Safest, safest, safest of travels.